right, guys, we're back. Uh, Brain Stroll, episode 13, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, guys, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, I've been, been busy, and I've been getting tired easy. I think it's from, I think, long COVID. I'm going to chalk it up to that. But, um, yeah, we're back. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. I've been, I've been hitting a lot of shows lately. Um... So yeah, real quick, man, to my homie, uh, Edwin Sanabria, man, Superstar E, thank you for coming out, man, he, uh, he came out uh, to check me out at the Madhouse Comedy Club, I was there this this last weekend, um, I forgot the date, what was that, the 11th, um, 10th, 11th? Whatever that was, that was close to that Friday, Saturday. Uh, it was a good time, man. I had I had a great time. Four shows. Got to see uh, the homie Ramsey Badawi uh, work with, uh, what is his name? Caleb Sinan. He's been on Conan. He, he closed it out. He closed out all four shows. Super funny, man. Uh, always is, man. Always is a great time at the Madhouse. Um, if you haven't been there and you're in San Diego, just go check it out. Any weekend. Just go go buy the ticket, and um, I'll you you might run into me. I'll be there. I'm like there, like clockwork, like every eight weeks, and um, I gotta move over there. I gotta move over there because that's pretty much my home club. Uh, that's where I get to work out stuff. I get to work out a couple jokes uh, this week, which is dude, that feels so good just to be able to say something new that I haven't been saying for five years on stage. Um, Edwin, you didn't get to see that one, man. I, I worked it out. I gave you, like, just my A shit because you came out, so I wanted to make sure, um, you know, I wasn't fucking around. I gave you a show. Uh, and that offers for anybody, guys. If you are in San Diego, you want to come out and see me at the Madhouse, just hit me up, uh, at Alfonso Comic, um, or put it in the comments here. And uh, But that's how you're going to reach me anyway, is through my other social media um, from Facebook and Instagram. So at Alfonso Com, if you want to take us to a show, I'm pretty much going to be in San Diego. Just say, hey, I live in San Diego. When's your next show in San Diego? It'll be pretty soon. Like, typically within within a month. So um, if I can get you a ticket, I will. Uh, it was great, man. It was great. I got this new bit about wanting to hook up with Charlie's mom from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And it starts off pretty good. Uh, it doesn't have an ending yet. The ending just is weird right now. Like about just how would it be, you know, it's kind of like the cheap route ending. You know, like how would it be like if, you know, we actually hooked up, you know, and I went over to her house and I wanted to have sex and I have to kick four old people off the bed. Which is kind of, <laughs> see, that's funny to me, but it doesn't work. I hate that, man. Like, so that's the thing with jokes is like you think something's so great and so funny and then you test it and it's just like, people are like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. No, motherfuckers laugh. Um, that shit was good. But no, they tell you. So that's that's how comedy is, man, is the audience tells you. You you don't get to pick what's funny. You, you It's you, you and the audience agreeing on what's funny about what you're saying. So you write a bunch of shit, you say it, and then you keep the laughs, and then you get rid of the rest. And a lot of times, there's it's the laughs aren't strong enough and the premise isn't good enough to where you have to ditch the whole bit. Um, yeah, if you're looking at me like, why are you wearing a small-ass shirt? 
Uh, I'm not, man. This is this is the bench press program. Not bench press, the whole lifting program. Look at this shit, dude. This is good for me. I'm, I'm getting my strength back. Uh, my shirts are fitting small across the shoulders. Still on the tits and gut, too, but I'm not working on that right now. Um, that'll come. That'll come later, especially when I get back into jujitsu. But, dude, look. I'm coming back. I, 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 my bench press increased like, shit, like 35 pounds. All thanks to Quindale's method. It's, it's the weirdest, weirdest thing. And he's probably going to patent it. I would just, I would love to tell you guys right now, but you know, he's probably going to patent it and write a book. Like it's that effective. I, um, when I was 20, when I was 20, I did a cycle of steroids. I did a cycle test and, uh, uh, I got strong, you know, I was curious, man. I was like obsessed with bodybuilders and I wanted to be like, you know, Mike Matarazzo, <laughs> like Nasser El Sombate. I wanted to be like those guys. Oh, uh, not anymore because I guess they're both dead. But yeah, they, they were just pumping drugs, but I wanted to be like big, man. I wanted to be like really big when I was, when I was like 18, you know, and like, so finally when I was 20, I did the cycle and I got, I got kind of strong, but the gains that I got right now are, are faster than that. It's insane. And I'm, I'm 42 and I was 20 and on steroids and I'm beating that. I'm beating that right now. So I can get, from what Quinn's telling me, I can get as big as I want. You know, I don't, I don't know, man. I think I want to, I might, I might want to get uh, let's see what, what can i measure right now he, he says from the numbers i'm putting up i can do like you know uh, over a two plate bench press you know like 225 uh for my one rep max which is it's it's cool it's cool you know like to be able to say you can put up two plates is all right but um it's not like a super strong guy now three plates that's a strong dude man that's a strong dude so i might just bucket list i've never been able i've never done that once in my life so that might be a bucket list thing that I might do. So I might get stupidly, <laughs> I might get stupidly huge, guys, for like a month. And then like, just, all right, cool, I did it. Let's just go back to normal, you know. I might want to keep a little, like, what would I want to walk around with? If I wasn't fat and like, you know, if I took off all the fat off me, I got down to like, See, I'm at like 215 right now. If I get down to like 190, 185, and I had like a 275 pound bench press, I think that would that would be dope. That'd be like kind of perfect. You know, you you look good. I look pretty good, but three plates is like, what are you doing telling jokes? It's distracting. You know, I'd have to wear just big puffy sweaters, big hoodies all the time, and I'd just be a big guy on stage. Which is, I don't know, man. I'd kind of be like a different person. So, like, I don't know if my point of view would even match that. You know, the point of view I've developed on stage would even match that right now. Because it changes, man. Um, like, people's perception of you changes. You know, even though, like, you're the same guy. But, I don't know. We'll see. I, I do want to see what happens if I do my act just, just like how it is. And I have a three-plate bench press. So I'm bench pressing 315. <laughs> and, and I'm still talking about how I can't talk to girls. That might even be funnier. You know, just like some, oh, I'm scared of girls. You know, this buff-ass guy. That might, be, that might be funny. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens when I get there. 
Um, one tip I'll give you though, man. This is, and I've been, I've been saying this over and over and over. Don't go to failure. Just don't go to failure and and do the same workout for a month and then switch it up and then take take a rest, like take time off and like a week or two and then have a totally different workout for a month or rep scheme, whatever. Don't go to failure again and then you can go back to the other one. And I'm not going to give you details, man, because that's, that's clean shit. So uh, I, I think he's going to... I don't know, revolutionize is such a cheap ass word now, it's so infomercially, but it, it's it's weird. It feels like free muscles. Like the workouts that I'm doing are so easy. I've never because you don't go to failure, so you're not like, uh, uh, uh like that last one and like you have to get like two more after that and drop sets and shit like that. That's for people on drugs. That's not for you. I'll say it again, man, like anytime you meet like a farmer or a firefighter those guys are strong, you know, from, and they don't max out when they're like doing their stuff, you know what I mean? They're just, they're working hard, you know, and their body gets used to the work and it adapts and it gets really strong. So it's the same thing, man. It's uh, it's like farmer strength kind of workout, which, which is dope, man. I, I really like this. Um, I want to get skinny, but this is cool for now. Um, yeah, so I'm back, man. I'm back doing comedy. This has been this has been fun. I got to throw out like two new ones. So the Willy Wonka one, that's that's got like a solid first half, you know. And it could be like I might want to write about like different different because I'm I'm talking about how I'm lowering my standards, you know, and just like chicks that I never thought about uh, are looking great to me now. You know what I mean? So I think I might just pick out like just a bunch of weird chicks and start talking about them. Like what would it be like to date them? I think that'd be a good good follow up to that that first part. The second one that I liked that I threw out this week was about just how weird it was to be a kid in the 80s. It was weird because we didn't have cell phones to record our parents when they started doing just oddball shit. They, it was like King of the Castle kind of thing back then. Not like, you know, we're all a family unit. We make group decisions and, you know, I don't know. Like to now, like kids get treated almost like equal people. <laughs> and like in the 80s, it wasn't, man. You were pretty much like a dog that could stand up. You know, it's... You got like shittier food. Like I would never take you to that restaurant. I don't know. It, it was just it was just weird. So like every once in a while, like somebody would, at school would say something weird about their home life. They would let it slip out, and people would just it would just be silent. And I'm writing about those situations, and I got a couple examples that uh, are working already, kind of. So yeah, man, I'm just happy to be on stage again. It's um, it, it's so fun. It, it's so fun. It's it's what I want to do, and I'm I'm stuck here in Bone. I'm not I'm not even stuck here anymore. I'm not stuck here anymore. I, I don't I don't have a job here. You know I had the golden handcuffs on forever, um, dealing blackjack, making over 100k a year, and blowing my money as fast as I would get it. So it was just a waste, a complete waste of 20 years. 
um, when I could have been just grinding on stage every single night. I'd be a lot further along, but no regrets, man. This is the path I took. Um, and it's not like I didn't do anything with comedy. I definitely, I'm not brand new at it. But, but, I'm poor right now. I have like no money in my bank. Like, I think I'm at like negative two bucks right now. <laughs> but uh, my NFT portfolio is at about 40K. So I'm leveraged up to my eyeballs and NFTs. And if that shit goes well, I'm going to pull some money out and just start living in San Diego and grinding comedy every single night like I should have been doing a long time ago. But there's no shoulds, no regrets, right? This is, this is life, whatever, you know? But I want to do that. So I hope, I hope, man, I hope that this thing goes okay because uh, the market's been kind of weird, man. Um, with VV collectibles, it's been, it's been amazing. It's been it's been great. So I went a, I went in halves with my mom, right? And uh, we put in like probably about like three grand each, like total. And so yeah, and like at, at one point it touched ninety six k. It retraced a little bit because like it tripled in value over like two weeks. So we're just like whoa, all right, this is great. You know, our our money's like working. You know what I mean? This is so cool. And um. So it retraced a little bit, you know, probably like 15, 20%, which is, which is healthy after that. You know what I mean? After like a, like a big ass jump like that, it, you want something, you want like to find a new floor cause it's, that's healthy, right? You know, you can't just go forever. Then it's going to like crash way harder. So retraced a little bit as expected, but, um, been a bloodbath of crypto man um like bitcoin's just falling like from shit it's like about half it's maybe under no no no. it's half not, not quite half of its all-time high it was uh it was at like 68k right right like 69k at its high it's at like 35 400 like almost half man and it's been I think 15% or something like that within like, uh, I don't know, like a day and a half or something like that. It, it's, it's been, it's been going bananas the wrong way. So I'm like, dude, just, just hold this shit together. Just let me get out like 20K, man. Let me get out 20K. Let me go get my own apartment over there. I'll start Ubering. Let me just get that start. I hope that's what happens, man. Cause uh, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'll figure it out, man. I, I gotta live in San Diego. It's my favorite place to perform comedy. You know what I mean? Uh, road gigs are fun. Like I'm gonna be in Tucson coming up. I got a weekend with uh, the homie Quindale. Uh, guy gave me the workout, but amazing comic. Um, laughs in Tucson. Uh, if you live in AZ, you live in Tucson, you want to come see me, I'm sure I can get you tickets. Hit me up, uh, I'll let you in. I'll put you on a guest list, you know. So I'm sure I can I'm sure I can get you in. Uh, where else? I'm going to be in Medford, Oregon, coming up. Uh, and I think, I don't know, one other date. 
so like my dates are real sporadic for weekends, right? So I, I gotta be I gotta be grinding on these local shows and uh putting some jokes together, man. And I can't wait. I, like, I'm going to, like, mics and, like, taking shitty bar spots. Uh, last night, I was in the desert. I was in Palm Desert. Um, I did this brewery open mic. And then right afterwards, I went on last at this bar show, which was already tough, man. This bar show was already tough. There was, like, it's called The Hood in, uh, I think it's Palm Desert. And what it is, is like the room is cool. The room is perfectly set up for comedy. Low ceilings, dark, bars like way in the back or like totally across from the stage, right? It's not like next to it. But next to it, you have pretty much a Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Like there's like the punch machine, there's pool tables and uh, people are taking it seriously. So seriously, their pool game. Even though the cue sticks are longer than the table. Like, that's a toy, dude. You guys know that you're not, uh, unless you got like $1,000 on this toy game of pool, why are you guys so interested in this dumbass, stupid little pretend pool table? But anyway, so there's three of those, or two. Um, the punch machine, there's like a foosball. Uh, you know, just a bunch of drunk toys. So like, that's all going on. I don't even know, like, it, they might even spit out tickets. It's lame. Like, why would... I, I, I don't know. I, I guess the punch machine's fun when you're, like, really drunk, but... They just look ridiculous, man. Like, just these adults, kind of. You know, they're, like, 23. You know, they're not adults yet. Um, 22. You know, they're, they're, still, they're still kids. So they're just drunk kids at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, buying beer, they're the parent and the and the kid at Chuck E. Cheese. That's what it feels like. So you got like this zoo of these people just going off, right? And then you have a show. So it's tough, which is great. Which is great. You want you want those. You want those shitty shows because if your jokes work there, when they're in a tightly packed club or the best scenario ever a theater where people are actually paying attention and they have to and nobody can get too drunk at a theater really uh so that would be a nightmare just taking a piss back and forth to your seat um most most of the time like theaters are just the easiest thing you know and then the more people the easier it is once you get there you're just you're just slaying man you're slaying you know if you can get your jokes to work in like a situation like i just described with chuck e cheese next to you and and then you got to, and I went up last. So I went up last and did about 15 minutes. And it was just a scattered bar show and like just full on yelling conversations broke out in the middle of my set. I wasn't even trying to put the fires out, man. I was just trying to like do my jokes and see if I could reel them back in with those. You know what I mean? Because you can, you can do that. You can put the fires out and that's it and like talk to the people like, dude, what are you guys talking about? You know, roast them, whatever. Um, and just do some crowd work and get them back that way. But that that's good. That's a good skill to have. So it's whatever you want to work on. So, but for me, I want my jokes so powerful that they, that, that it just, it has to, they have to tune in. You know what I mean? And um, and your stage presence is so powerful, and you're 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 performing that dynamic to where 
they, they just, they just, you know, you just pull them into you like a magnet. And that's how you get your material strong. Now, as a performer, if you start putting the fires out, you know what I mean? Like talking to people, doing some crowd work, that's, that's good too. You know, that's a skill I never had for a long time. Uh, I kind of still don't have it, especially now because like I'm rusty. But um, I felt like I was knocking off the rust pretty good. I feel, especially after last night's show, that, that mayhem. Um, yeah, that like those those will get you. Those are your vegetables, man. Those will get you kind of tough. So let's see. What time did I go up? I went up at about... I don't know. I think it was at, over two hours into the show. So that's that's horrible. And it was late. I think I went up past midnight. So, no, that would have made three hours. I think maybe 11.30. I think like two and a half hours in. The show started later at like nine. And it was already like a rough start. And the guys were funny, man. Uh, shout out to... Was it Eric J. Friedman? Yeah, he opened. He had some great bits. Uh, and Willie Simon had this this killer uh, TikTok bit. I'm not gonna give away the premise, man. But it, like, yeah, if you ever see that guy around, that guy that guy's got some jokes. Um, and they weren't even giving him a lot of love, man. Like some of these jokes, I'm like, dude, that that was that was perfect. That was a great premise. Uh, I got right to the point with the punchline. It was awesome, man. It was it was fun to watch him work, but you know, like seeing a crowd like that where they're just like not giving him not giving him much. I was like, oh shit, all right. Well, let's see how this goes. And I got up there, did my act, and I had some laughs. And uh, especially on the new ones, especially on the new ones, uh, I'm really happy about that. So that's that's how you test a joke, man, in a crowd like that. So I can't wait to develop these jokes more develop way more jokes and uh, keep developing this podcast man uh, it's I'm, I'm keeping it shitty for a minute I'm gonna keep it shitty for a minute uh, shitty by I mean like no backdrop um, just on my iPhone and then <laughs> last week or not even last week two weeks ago the last one I put up my my sound recorder was full so the audio was so shitty man it was just like for my iphone audio and uh i don't care because that's not the point right now the point right now what i'm trying to do is just get good at podcasting and um that's gonna happen every time i do this so that's that's the main objective i'll make it pretty later but um yeah i think it's gonna be short and sweet guys i'm gonna i'm gonna end it right there um so yeah tune into my other podcast you want to hear like a conversation uh, me and the cousin, Bobby Vicious. Uh, it's called Little Talks. So thanks again for tuning in, guys. And uh, yeah, I'll try to make this more consistent. Uh, I blame long COVID. I've had like no energy lately. So I'm getting back used to just doing anything. You know what I mean? I've just I've laid down a lot in the past few months. So, but shit, I'm working. I'm starting. And all right. See you guys in the next one. Later.